Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. Brian, so listen, like what an opportunity to play Scar, first of all, because I think it might be the best character in The Lion King and maybe other people will disagree, but <laughs> I think he is. Uh, but also to do it here in Dublin, where you're from. Yeah, I know. I know. It's quite spectacular. And I, I can't wait to bring it back to a home audience and I can't wait to be just 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 being a part of the show and mm. knowing what it entails, knowing how much it affects people, and knowing how the how the audience kind of engage with the show, like the Lion King, it's yeah. pretty special. And to be playing the villain is is uh, you know it's very interesting. And uh, for 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 someone as, as as mad and as complex as him, as it's, him, yeah. it's gonna be good. <laughs> okay, well let's let's talk about the show for a minute because I mean what people may or may not realize is I mean people probably know that the Lion King has been running for a long time, but it's running for like. 20 years like this this production is is unbelievable it's world class and I mean that's what comes to the board gosh it's not as though it's some kind of offshoot of the West End or Broadway this is the show that we're getting to see in Dublin yeah yeah this is it it's the real deal it's the it's the real Disney experience and it's fantastic you know you've got everything from Elton John, Lee Boehm, Mark Mancini's um, music, and obviously Julie Taymor's conception—the the 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 woman behind the show—yeah, you know, ha- having uh, having it look that way creatively, from the puppetry to the staging to the whole imagery. Um, this is this is exactly what you would see in the West End and on Broadway, and uh, it's got like you know su- such a kind of a people heavy, strong cast and crew, yeah. and so much goes into making it happen. Like you'd be really surprised. Talk about the puppetry in as much as you can, because we don't want to give too much away before people go and see it. But it's been around for a while, so I'm sure people may have have, have some idea. But how does it function between human and puppet? And if you're Scar. How are you, Scar, if that makes sense? Well, I'm Scar by virtue of this big mask that I wear on my head. (laughs) As does Mufasa and Simba and Nala. And the other elements of the puppetry come through by, um, I I suppose the best way that I would describe it is almost like the puppets being an extension of the person wearing them. Yes, okay. That's the the best way that I could look at it because it doesn't give too much away, but Mm. it also says a lot about the performer that takes that responsibility. Um, because it could be anything from a zebra to an antelope <laughs> yeah. to this big elephant that we have that comes out during Circle of Life, Bertha, which is operated by four people. Wow. And I think they probably have the hardest job in the first 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> like, it's nuts. But it's um, it's wonderful. And and yeah, that, that that's how I see it. It's just those extensive channels that the puppets give. Gotcha. And look, a lad from Dublin finding himself on stage in a massive Disney production. This doesn't happen by accident, but it also, as usual with these things, you know, there's a story around it. So what's your journey been? Like, how did you get started? What were you, were you in pantos? Were you in theatre? What were you doing that got you to this scenario? I was doing a music degree just mm. up the road at the Royal Irish Academy of Music. Great spot. And originally, it, it is, it's a, it's a wonderful place. Very, very, very lucky to have trained there. I was in a position where originally I wanted to be an opera singer. And I had kind of done a, a couple of professional gigs. I'd done the Gaiety Panto back in 2011, which was a wonderful experience. And that kind of gave me the taste for musicals. I was, I'd was i always been from a family background of like a mother and father who loved us. Gotcha. Um, and by that time, I was saying to myself, you know, should I properly give this a go and kind of like ditch the, the not fully ditch the classical world because I still loved it, but musical theatre was where my heart was really mm. at. So um, in 2013, uh, a little world premiere of a musical called The Commitments had come around the corner. Yep. I'd auditioned for that a couple of times and ended up with them on the West End for two years. 
uh, ended up playing Deco, which was such an iconic role. Totally. And from there, that door opened into the world of musicals in the UK. Was that single Deco or double Deco? <laughs> single Deco, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if you get the West End gig, I mean, that is yeah. like, that's the pinnacle right there. Um, on the back of that, though, of course, we heard you doing this. No, I... What a performance. Britain's Got Talent, he did that on. Yes. Uh, how was that experience? Did. That was that was great. I I, I God, it was it was mad on the few months kind of leading up to it. I had kind of come off a very big high from work and yeah. it was time within that same year to process the loss of my brother. And right. it was yeah, it was tough. And there was a time when I had genuinely considered quitting because I just kind of fell into a bit of a spiral, wasn't sure if it was something that I wanted to do mm. and uh, Britain's Got Talent was a means of trying to just give myself a platform to get back out there and And you dedicated it. that performance to your brother, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. 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 So. Look, they're difficult things, but of out of these difficult things, sometimes things can, you know, can present themselves and, and you can find yourself on a different journey, which has brought you now back to Dublin yeah. uh, with Lion King and you're still loving musical theatre. Like yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You're backing over it again. Yeah, yeah, I am indeed, absolutely. And I think it's interesting because like it's not not to be too punny in quoting the circle yeah, yeah, of life. Yeah, yeah. But um it, it's interesting how things can come full circle, you know? And how you can kind of find yourself in these in these situations. But with that retrospective going, I'm glad that I went through that because okay. it was a struggle. And you live, you learn. You live, you learn. That's that's the right attitude to have. Dave Moore on today FM. You also coach vocals, don't you? I do, yeah. I'm a vocal coach. During COVID, I went back to uh, Voice College London uh, as like a kind of an add-on or a follow-on. And I trained with them and uh, some really, really great teachers and practitioners. And that was a that, that was a really, really good year. And from that, I've uh, ended up doing online vocal coaching. Amazing. I've sung for years and I've done lots of vocal coaching. So I think I'm okay with that. But what I would love to know is, can you teach me to scream like my favourite heavy metal, death metal vocalists. Is that something you could go to a vocal coach for? Because it's a skill. It's not it like... Is. Like, they're using different parts of their vocal cords that aren't... Because obviously these people, when you hear it, you think, how can he talk ever again? <laughs> but they do. And yeah. they can flip between their head voice and into this and back out again. And it's a skill I definitely want to learn. Uh, I, it's a skill I want to learn too. Mm. I, I came across a woman recently. She's an American vocal coach and she's called Mela Karen. And she's absolutely fantastic because she's trained in so many different styles previous to being the heavy metal vocal coaching sensation that okay. she is. So she works with people from like, uh, what's it, a band called, uh, is, it, is there uh, Hatebreed? Hatebreed, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's another band, oh, maybe Killswitch Engage, Killswitch Engage, you know yeah, them all, yeah, Brian, yeah, don't yeah, be pretending yeah, yeah. like you don't. I know what's <laughs> yeah, on your Spotify yeah, playlist, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's interesting and she, um, she developed a method for a lot of those singers which was all based on vocal fry and yeah. using that kind of throatiness but not affecting your vocal cords directly because that was the problem with when a lot of this style from its origin started to come about. Definitely. So we've gone from the Lion King to heavy metal right, vocals. Well, I love this. If you learn <laughs> if you learn from her and then come back and teach me, Absolutely. this is the circle of life. You know, it's all <laughs> happening, Brian. Come on. Okay, yeah. quick fire round before you go. Five questions. Don't think about them. Just answer them. Uh, what would you most like to be known as the best in the world at? Pie eating. 
Pie eating. Wow. <laughs> Competitive pie eating. Mm-hmm. Brilliant answer. Uh, who's the most famous person in your phone? Uh, Kit Harrington. That's Ooh. impressive. John Snow. Bloody hell. Uh, think back to when you were in school. What school did you go to? Art School Reach. Art School Reach. Mm-hmm. Where's that again? Art School Reach is on Griffith Avenue. Griffith Avenue. That's right. Yeah. I knew it was the north side, right? Okay, so <laughs> Art School Reach. Green Griffith Avenue, you're opening your lunchbox for a little break. What's in Brian Gilligan's lunchbox? Daily Lunchables. <laughs> <laughs> All the food groups. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're five a day. <laughs> uh, so, anything else other than the Lunchables? Uh, an apple, an standard. Apple. That's yeah. Healthy enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who would you like beside you in a zombie apocalypse? You don't have to know them, but who do you think would look after you? One of my best mates, Dave Rudden. He's Dave a writer. What, yeah. what skill set has he got that he would protect you? Uh, he is because I mean because I mean writer to me looks like do you know what this would be a great story arc as his neck gets <laughs> yeah. chewed off by a zombie like it's just recalling everything yeah, that happened yeah, inappropriately yeah. we're going to die why would you do this <laughs> yeah um, he's a great sword wielder oh, and, okay. a, and a fantastic ginger beard I'd follow I'd, I'd follow him okay. into battle any day sounds like I would as well right <laughs> and the final question I ask everybody because I don't is do you wash your legs in the shower yes Strange, strange people. Brian Gilligan, <laughs> best of luck with the run in the Borgosh Energy Theatre Lion King. Thanks for coming in for a cup of tea and a chat. Thanks so much. Cheers. Dave Moore. On Today FM. Podcast.